Now, in Pippa's Planet today, we want to share the story of five dogs named Gamora, Shadow, Falcon, Drax and Maximoff. They nearly ended up on someone's dinner plate in East Asia, but instead they've been whisked away to South Africa to start a new life here and hopefully find a forever home in this part of the world. Their story really provides an opportunity to talk about a bigger story, about progress being made towards ending the dog meat trade. And it's my great pleasure to welcome on the line Bertha Moteane, who is the local campaigns officer for global animal welfare organization Four Paws. Bertha, welcome. It's great to have you with us today. Uh, good afternoon, Pippa. Good afternoon to your listeners, and thank you so much for having me. It's our great, great pleasure. But the story of how five Cambodian dogs end up in a South African animal shelter is one that's rooted in a bigger story, the ongoing fight to end the dog meat trade. Before we talk about these individual dogs, can you give us a bit of context for the bigger picture here? How widespread is that trade? What are some of the most problematic aspects of it? Okay, thank you, Pippa. So, Pippa, um, the dog and cat meat trade in Southeast Asia, Four Paws actually focuses on three countries, Indonesia, Vietnam, and Cambodia. And it's very widespread, and it involves so much cruelty. It involves uh, pet theft, so people's loved pets would be stolen away from their homes. But then they go into this trade and together with animals that could have also been taken away from the streets as stray animals. So that's how widespread it is. So Four Paws is aware maybe that uh, we have the dog and cat meat trade happening maybe bigger on a global scale for our campaign and to have impact. We decided to focus it on the three countries that we identified, which are those that are in Southeast Asia. Very widespread. Um, I think about 13 30 million animals are killed for their meat. Dogs and cats are killed for their meat. And Southeast Asia alone, which would be those countries that I identify, we are looking at about 10 million dogs that are killed annually for their meat. And these would be stolen um, pets that were in loving homes or could be um, stray animals that were on the streets. But then there's other factors uh, such as the public health care risk factors, you know, where we know that this trade undermines uh, the efforts that are being made by the local authorities to bring in under control rabies and others who know to disease under control. So that's the widespread of the trade. And hmm. yeah. But I believe that a number of recent studies have suggested that there is something of a generational shift going on away from the consumption of dog meat, that while it might be something that some older generations regarded as part of their culture, that many younger people in these countries are rejecting the practice and turning their back on it. Are you seeing that reflected? I mean, you lobbying in these countries for laws to change to outlaw the dog meat trade. Are you seeing that there is a willingness to get on board with that with that effort from the countries themselves? Yes, Pippa, we are seeing that. Um, for example, uh, when we are working with the local organizations in these countries, they have been on the ground longer or before our campaign started in 2019. And um, um, we are finding that there's willingness uh, from the local people because they are looking at it holistically. So it's not just about dog or cat meat consumption, but it's about the other risks uh, that it poses, including even reputational damage uh, mm. from the tourism point of view. Uh, so we are seeing a lot of willingness. In fact, um, we are not on the ground throughout Asia, but we are just um, participating in Southeast Asia and we are
are happy when we see that even in South Korea and the neighboring countries and other Asian countries, we are seeing more and more provinces and countries uh, banning and calling for a ban of the dog and cat meat trade. So I would say uh, we are definitely seeing a, a willingness. But also I think for us, the most important thing is that as a global organization, our, our job is to ensure that there is no spillover uh, the rest of the world. We don't want a situation where there is a ban in Southeast Asia, but because the demand is still there, we see it grow somewhere else. Okay. Now, both of these five particular dogs, which have just arrived in Cape Town this month, are from Cambodia. Won't you explain to us the story of where and how they were actually discovered? Yes. So in February of 2021, a minivan that was carrying these dogs was intercepted by the authorities in a province called Siem Reap in South Cambodia. Um, and uh, what happened is that a year before, a couple of months before that, which was June of, or July of 2020, there had been a ban by the Department of the Agriculture in Cambodia banning the dog meat trade in that area. So this means it was an illegal act. So when the authorities intercepted this minivan and uh, obviously uh, arresting the trafficker, uh, Four Paws was alerted of this and they were called and the animals were actually released into the care of Four Paws Global. Uh, the reason why Four Paws was given this animals or given the care of these animals is because Four Paws had been very instrumental um, towards the banning of the dog meat trade in that particular province in South, um, in Cambodia. So um, that's how they ended up in our care, and it was a total of 61 at the time. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, local adoption in Southeast Asian countries still has a long way to go. Um, there's still a lot of promotion that needs to be done. There's not a lot of willingness to do so. After two and a half years of pushing for local government um, uh, adoption, only 31 of the dogs of the 61 in total were adopted in Cambodia. So as a result, we had to come together internally as four post global and to say, what can we do? Because it is also um, against what we stand for to have dogs that will be in a shelter for a very long time. It's never meant to be a long-term solution. The idea is that these dogs were probably previously somebody's pet that was loved. So we needed to find ways of rehoming them. And that's why as four post in South Africa, we then came in and say we want to participate and then five dogs would come to us and then also give us the opportunity to speak about the trade, spread more awareness and then we see these dogs as ambassadors and also providing a voice for the millions of dogs that are still stuck in the trade. Okay, thank you for explaining that context because both I'm sure you can understand people would think of Dogs, I mean, rescued from appalling conditions and 61 of them crammed into this one van on the on the way to who knows what awful fate was awaiting them. To be rescued is one thing, but then to be to travel halfway around the world. I think uh, we've all been made so aware these last few weeks of the terrible stress on animals in transit. Um, the, unlike the poor cattle on board the El Kuwaiti, I'm sure these dogs would have had a much easier trip from Cambodia to South Africa, though. How did you actually get them here? Uh, yeah, so we ensure animal welfare throughout the travel of an animal. So they did travel by an airline uh, from Cambodia to Cape Town. It was just less than a full day. Okay. Um, and we had ensured that they've got adequate water, good nutrition throughout their trip. And then even arriving here, they were taken straight into quarantine. So we we, we, we would always find the best possible route for the animal. So sometimes we avoid even the, the, the cheaper route because it would be longer and be very much stressful to the animal. Yeah. And I think since completing their quarantine, they've been doing so well. You can see they're well rested. 
interested and they're adjusting to their new uh, place, which is a TF, and they're taking walks and they're being taken by the walks, by the volunteers there. So I don't think this particular one was very stressful for them. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear. But this is just the first step on their journey. But so you've got these five dogs here. And just to remind our listeners, their names are Gamora, Shadow, Falcon, Drax and Maximoff, rescued from uh, near death in the meat trade in Cambodia, flown to South Africa, safely out of quarantine and being looked after nicely. But the end goal is to have them adopted into local families. But in the meantime, who is going to look after them? I believe you've partnered with Tears Animal Rescue. Yes, Pippa. So we are in partnership with TS Animal Rescue. The animals completed their um, quarantine and they've been all cleared health-wise. They're all healthy and beautiful. They're eating well. So they are now with TS at their shelter. Um, and what we encourage people to do is to visit uh, TS, is to contact TS. It's also to go to ts.org.za. Even if you go under their adopt page, you will find adopt a cage to Cape Town dog um, and learn and read about their bio and find out who these dogs are. If you want to, you can even go ahead and complete an application form online on TS and then arrange with them if you can go visit these dogs. But right now, I think we are focused on just um, settling them in, assessing the dogs, um, which we are getting daily updates from TS, that all dogs are healthy, they are doing well, and I think all efforts now are focused on uh, getting the message out there to all South Africans who would like to adopt a dog to say it would be perhaps something that you should consider to go and look into a dog that has a bigger story uh, yeah. behind it to tell. But all dogs are amazing. And Pippa must say, uh, we visited them, I think, three times since their quarantine completed. Uh, and I want to say, I don't even think at the moment their pictures do them any justice. These <laughs> dogs are so cute, so adorable. And they've got different personalities. And also, it's to go to the TS website side, read about the different personalities and find out which dog you want. Yeah. Okay, so just to talk listeners through it, you go to tears.org.za, click on the tab that says adopt and sort of the third drop down is adopt a cage to Cape Town dog and there are the pictures and the stories. I mean, as you said, they all look like they're beaming with joy and full of life and personality. What sort of size are they though? Both, it's always so important to make sure that the dog uh, is going to go to a home that's well suited to it and a family that is able to care for it properly what sort of size are they and what sort of what are the criteria for someone to adopt these dogs in particular yeah so um these dogs are they're, they're quite they're not big big dogs um i think averagely they average from 18 kgs to about 22 kgs i think our biggest dog gamora is around 22 kgs and our smallest dog uh, would be either falcon or drex they are around the 18 kg mark and then the other ones are 19 kg ages are between two years old to five years old and three females two males um so i think it's important i think if we want to and we are interested in adopting these dogs i mean it's follow tears uh, they will have also open days where one can right. go visit and actually interact with these dogs uh, who have such amazing different personalities which makes one wonder where do you come from when you somebody's pet or when you're stray it's so beautiful I think to meet them in person but more than anything I think our biggest dog is around 22 kgs but on average they're not the biggest of dogs they're just quite yeah small petite uh, beautiful dogs 
Yeah. But uh, in response, uh, we were talking earlier about whether progress is being made um, uh, uh, you know, in Southeast Asia to clamp down on this trade. Uh, Jenny from OBS writing in to point out that, that South Korea has moved to ban the trade as well, but it's only going to take effect from 2027. Um, in the meantime, you know, that's a, that's a huge number of dogs and cats um, whose story may have a very different ending to the one that these five lucky pooches have had landing with their bums in the butter at tears. And I hope with a Cape Town family ready to take them home very soon. Bertha, I mean, that, 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 that sort of demonstrates the need that this campaign has to continue. You, you use the word ambassadors, that you hope these dogs will play an ambassadorial role here in South Africa. Is it about raising awareness of the fact that this trade exists? It's something that's very easy to, to, to not know about if you're in South Africa, where it's not really an issue we grapple with. Not so. You are quite correct. It's all about raising awareness and to preventing spillover. But more than anything, I think we do appreciate our South African supporters as four paws in South Africa. Um, every time that we've called out to say, please help sign the petition, which has been a good instrument in ending the dog and cat meat trade in provinces that we have successfully um, achieved a ban. So we do appreciate that. But more than anything, it's about raising the awareness and putting it out there. And as much as we don't work in South Korea, we also celebrate those achievements because we do understand there's a number of us animal welfare organizations across the globe that are working towards one goal and when we see an achievement somewhere else we celebrate it just as well so more than anything it's about raising awareness and please do support this petition because this petition helps us to speak to the authorities and the government in the target countries to say the people globally can relate to their pet being stolen from meat or anything like that so please help us sign this and please respect the two and a half million people that have signed the petition to end the dog and cat meat trade in southeast asia Bertha, thank you so much to you and your colleagues for the ongoing work on this issue. And thank you for joining us this afternoon. Bertha Moteane, uh, local campaigns officer for Global Animal Welfare Organization for Paws.